0: Welcome to the So Wizards podcast, uh, way in the off-season edition, and today we are going to take a trip into Wizards Arcana and Wizards history, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but before that, Ron, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good, dude. Can't complain. Um, just got back from 10-day waste-of-money trip to New York City because two buddies of mine who have no ties to New York City decided to get married in new york city so um, what yeah
0: what i guess what the they girl really like
1: new york no uh, let well, see they went out like suckers see i, I tell my lady uh i, I have to it, i'm trying to get married if i'm if i'm signing over my rights for the rest of my life you know i kind of want to pick the place i'm going to do that in but for them uh one wedding a little to be to be fair, it was in Jersey City. The lady's from Jersey. She has a uh, big oh, okay. Indian family. Um, the other one, she just practices like love in, in um, New York City. So they had a New York City, like Carrie Bradshaw-type wedding. Wow. It was wild. So it was like, but no one cares about all the money the, the invitees have to spend to travel to New York, to get hotels in New York, pay for food in New York, drink in New York, have fun in New York. So yeah, yeah. But anyway... That's, what, that's yeah, what no, When I to. got married,
0: when I got married, we, we, my wife and I did it. We had uh, two people attend uh, my brother and her best friend. Those were our witnesses. So there were five of us, including the, uh, the uh, clergyman who married us.
1: Okay. would you get married in Vegas, dude? No, nah, DC. Oh, that sounds like a Vegas thing. Okay. Nope. Like, yeah. Did you all jump the broom? <laughs> no, we, we did, that's but like not it. then. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, my my girl was like, "We want to jump a broom. I'm not jumping a no broom. I'm not from the antebellum." <laughs> mm mm. So yeah, but, so that's why. You got vertical. Yes, true, but I don't want to jump a broom. But it's like um, been in New York. It was so it was like nice seeing like some friends, like who I went to grad school with, uh, and then those friends who also I went to college with. Um, I don't think I've seen like some of my college homies since. I graduated from grad school and threw a big uh, party um, and I hadn't seen like, a, well, no, I typically keep up with like my law school uh, friends because it's like, you know, we, we all, some of us are out in California, but then there are events that bring us together, i.e. weddings. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So, all right, let's, um, let's, let's talk wizards and bullets. And so actually, I'm going to let you tee this up because, um, okay. This ended up being kind of your brainchild, and uh, I think we both get around with it, so.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, oh, the one dude who left a comment, like, he's not gonna like it if he wants to hear from you more. So you gotta put up and shut up, you're gonna hear from me now. I forget his name, I wish I had it. We wanna hear from Kevin. You've heard from Kevin, You gotta hear from Ron as well, buddy. Well, anyway, it's um, it's
0: it's a it's a it's a shared
1: podcast, and you're gonna hear from both of us sometimes. So, I'm talking about this may not be the podcast for me. Oh well, bye bye. (laughs) Well, anyway, um, no, so I was, uh, so you know, obviously, we the Wizards Twitter account just dropped some new threads, like our upcoming kit for the uh, this season. It's a throwback, like the what do they call them? The uh edition nights we're going back to the white and the blue with the the old wizards logo and i'm not gonna lie to you it's all good to see that i was like oh these that's fire like those shits are fire i'm gonna get one so and then, hold you know, on that, that, just
0: that's... pause for a quick second i'm not a fan but
1: uh you know whatever no, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna get there i'm gonna get yeah. there so like so um so that was the emotion right like we all like are we all have like uh I, I call it like system one, system two. That's what the fan, like economist said. But like my system one thinking emotion, like, oh shit, that's fire. And then when I thought about it rationally, I was like, Kev, I freaking hated those uniforms uh, like growing up. I thought they were like the worst uniforms in the league growing up. Like even Michael Jordan couldn't make them shit's fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yes. like, for example, I will um like again. I always will like play like Gilbert Arena is One of my top five players of all time. I love Hibachi. I even like had friends start like t- I adopted that as my self-proclaimed moniker. Oh, Hibachi just dropped the H. I call me Bachi, right? So that's how much I love Gil. Man, I was switching yeah. 2K to the Zephyrs uniform. Like that's you know what I mean. The Chicago yeah. Zephyrs uniform. I thought that that um the uniform when he cooked Steve Nash and them in Phoenix after. Uh, the coach for the Suns had, like, was it D'Antoni? It was D'Antoni. They didn't pick him for the Olympics, right? And he was on his revenge tour, and they wore, or they wore the uh, the black and gold-type uniform. A lot of people panned out as the worst uniforms in Wizards history. I would rather play with that than the the white and blue that we had. But now, it was like, the white and blue fire. So, Kev, I was thinking, what gives? You know what I realized? Oh, current uniforms are shit. I hate the <laughs> red white and blue like we're I get it. the capitals, you know, I get it, same uh, owner, yeah. I, I get the brand, but then it all it made me realize was I freaking hate today like the current uniforms that we have that we we play in our regular uniform they need an upgrade
0: yeah they they what are your I, thoughts on it yeah so i'm I'm not I really haven't liked the team's uniforms like I think. Pretty much in their history that's not quite true because i like some when they did the throwbacks and it was like the orange and navy blue that i thought those looked kind of pretty cool um the the current uniforms sometimes they look good sometimes not um you know I, I don't really understand why they keep insisting on having like the the blocks the stripes and stuff it's like what you know we can, we can that was a shitty design and, and when it when it was out originally right and okay so that was like the 1970s or whatever and that's the best you could do then, fine. But we know better about how to design uniforms and whatnot. So, yeah. why don't we do something cool? So, I am actually looking forward to seeing the uh, cherry blossom uniforms. You know, I think those look pretty cool. Um, but you I like agree. the cherry blossoms. What? You like the cherry
1: blossoms? The yeah, cherry blossom?
0: I, th- I think they look, they, they, look, they look cool. And so, I think, um, I, I think that they could, it feels cliched to go with red, white, and blue as the colors when you're in the nation's yeah. capital, it's like, okay, you know, you can do something besides like celebrate the flag, right? You can, you can choose other colors and other color schemes. And why not do that? And why not maybe go with a design that doesn't look like it is like an update over from the 1970s, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Or, or, go, or go back to the bullet. Can you imagine yeah. like with now the weaponry that we have in this country, how many like cool designs you can have? Like imagine like the bullet projecting out of the bullet—it's like I don't know hey, a you of a basketball player just riding a bullet to a dog. I don't know. That, I mean, that, you, that, you could
0: know. go. You could go with the bullets, and you could go with like a gunmetal gray kind of a color scheme. You know, that could look really cool because you look at like the Clippers, right? Basically, they're black and white. That's it, right? Yeah. Black and white. Or you look at the Nets again, like black and white, right? Black and they and even have that sort of black and white court that makes color really pop out and stuff. It's it's yeah. cool. And so yeah. I'd you know come out with a gunmetal and and something or a pewter color. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could do that just look really cool.
1: And he should right because like the well you you know this like um, it was your home well before I was born. <laughs> uh, like D.C. will include Maryland and Virginia in their disclosure. Like I'm a native Washingtonian, so I was like I don't claim that D.M.V. stuff. But even if you want to include D.M.V. Um, the demographics have changed like now it's nothing but government contractors government workers you know it's it's all it's really a federal the federal city is really federal right yeah, so it's yeah. like you know what in boeing which sits right across the window is designing all this weaponry for us and we have no problem with that hell let them design our uniforms i bet yeah. they'll create something way better than you know hey, the, remember i mean
0: this is a business opportunity because Leonsis could sell design of the uniforms to, you know, outside businesses. And it could be the, the Washington, you know, jumbo jets brought to you by Boeing, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I can't imagine that. Oh man, that money. Cause then that maybe that'll lead us to have more than a, well, to say this accurately, let me just say, I don't view NBA TV as a national TV game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, most people don't even have cable. Um, they stream stuff. So if it's not ESPN, TNT, ABC, that's national TV for me, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I checked the Wizards' schedule today. And we only have two, two nationally televised games. But you let Boeing do it? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Put us on, put us, like, have the, uh, like, when Biden gives his annual speech, the State of the Union, have the Wizards play first? Like have us play outside the Capitals? We'll call it the Boeing Showcase or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you I know? mean, I could see this like you know selling this like every year, like you know, and sell it to soft drinks, right? Could you imagine like a uniform if you could, especially if you could do it like some holographic type of uh fabric where you've got like you know carbonated bubbles coming up and stuff? You'd have Ooh. like the the Washington effervescence, right? Brought to you Washington by Schweppes.
1: After- Oh, that would be so fire.
0: That would yeah. be so fire. I mean, I mean, could you imagine the uniform you got it looks like bubbles coming up the shirts all the time?
1: Yeah. dude we we will have the I guarantee we'll we'll get way more national televised games. Yeah I'm telling you man Unis yeah. matter but then it like so all right so that was our like part of it and then I got to thank him so I, I sent a text to Kev uh admitting to him that hey man I'm not a fan of the, the old throwback, which means like I'm really not a fan of the current uni. Oh so now and I appreciate the old throwbacks more. And it I me to think, I'm like, okay, well, let's do a throwback episode. Who had the who was the best player to rock that, you know, what what will you call call it? I don't wanna keep calling it the old uniform. Should we call it the mediocre uniform? The mid uniform? The
0: mid uniform.
1: Yeah. Who wrapped the, the mint uniforms and technically the middle part of Wizards history? Like, you know, so the bullets, then it was those wizards with the real wizard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. Yeah. so who who was the best player? Like PPA-wise or otherwise. Oh,
0: yeah. So I mean you can put together a team of like the of of the players who wore those, like those kinds of the wizards uniforms, like the real wizards, right? So Chris Weber for sure would be on that list. I mean, he was play he played for the bullets. I think he yeah. had a couple of years where he was with the Wizards. Um
1: well, they got one. Well, let me pull what? that
0: up real quick. But I'm pretty sure that Weber did have some years as um, a, wizard, a wizard. With the wizard. His best year oh, yeah, yeah. with oh, the team right. was with the Bullets. Um, you know his best yeah, years year. with the team. we one were, were Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so, he was here in '98. So
0: Weber, obviously like Arenas, Wall, Beal, um, Gortat, you know that 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 group. Larry Hughes probably would would crack that for his one his one season. Trevor Ariza's best season would probably make it. Otto Porter would probably be on that list because you know he had several one really good season and you know two three more that were very good seasons. Um, yeah. So that that's your that's your team right there. Um, maybe okay. Porzingis can crack it if he can stay oh, healthy.
1: Perhaps. Well, yeah, and the, and the blue and white. So you're not going to go, Jordan was the, the best player to play in the, the blue See, and white. Football. Now,
0: obviously, Jordan is the the best player to ever put on the uniform. However, not he wasn't the best player who ever wore the uniform, if you know what I'm saying. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, arenas played better as, as with the Washington Wizards than Jordan did. Um, so did Wall, yeah. so did Beal. You know, Jordan was good, but he was also 39 and 40 years old. yeah,
1: know? yeah. <laughs> No, I get it. Yeah. No, one hundred percent agree with that. It's like, um, before Kawhi, like maybe the king was the best player to ever don a raptors uniform. But then it was <laughs> right. like, you know, Vince Carter was way better than that dude. You know what I mean? Like right. time, I mean, it was
0: it was basically like the, the corpse of a king that, that wore yeah. the uniform, right? I oh, mean
1: nice. the, the corpse of the king. I like that. Yeah. I like He that. was the not he was not
0: the same player he'd been, that's for sure. Yeah. Jordan, though, some folks
1: uh, say Jordan, like, you know, a lot of people think before he got injured, like that Wizards team could have made it to the playoffs. So, so you look at, like, yeah, I don't know. No. He's been devil's advocate. It was like Jordan, Jordan was cooking. Like the team was taking off and then he got injured. Was it his meniscus?
0: I, I don't so, remember which, what the exact diagnosis was, but, you know, he, I was actually there covering the team during his, his comeback during those two years. And, you know, his knees were in bad shape from the start. You know, he, it was always creaky and tenuous. He was constantly getting his knees drained, um, Mm -hmm. fluid and pus and all kinds of other stuff His I mean, he had a lot of like physical issues and that was actually one of the things I wrote a column a hundred years ago. It feels like about that, that it actually caused some problems because Doug Collins would talk about, talk to the players you know, the young guys about how they needed to practice like Jordan, because Jordan was famously like in his youth, he was a practice warrior. I mean, he played as hard in practice as he did in games, right. Cause he hated to lose no matter what. And so, you know, Phil Jackson would try to like stack the team, you know, the teams so that they could scrimmage. He would try to stack it, like put all the sucky guys with Jordan and Jordan would still win, right. Because he just went so hard. So anyway, Doug Collins would tell guys you need to practice like Jordan, except, when Jordan was with the Wizards, he wasn't practicing. He was, um, he was sitting, he was icing his knees, he was resting. Now, Jordan would get in a lot of his work before, like he would go and he would work with his trainer and he would, you know, work out, lift weights, um, get his, you know, medical treatment, all that kind of stuff. But then when practice came, for the most part, they tried to find ways to keep him sitting down as much as they could, because they needed to do that because he was 39, 40 years old, And he had, you know, creaky knees and creaky hips and, you know, his back was hurting and his hands were hurting and his finger wasn't working right. And, you know, all those kinds of things. Right. So you needed to accommodate him. But the problem was is that Collins wasn't like telling the story about, Oh no, you should have seen Mike back in when he was young, when he was your age, this is what he was doing in practice. It was more like, um, and then explaining why they needed to accommodate him. What, what he was doing is you guys need to practice like Mike. And Mike sitting over on the sideline, you know, drinking a smoothie.
1: Yeah. So, it was like, you wouldn't be practicing at all, then. Be like right. Mike. Don't practice. But he was that great. I get him, though. See, I'm the opposite. Uh, I'd rather save it off for the game. You know yeah. what I mean? I <laughs> you would opposite. I, I, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, one of my buddies. He's a – we banter back and forth. You know, earlier when you said Jordan was the greatest to ever put on the uniform, I thought he was talking about any NBA uniform. And I was ready to cut in with, you know, Christ, Bryant. Nah, oh, George, Jordan, but, J- Jordan, Jordan over over Bryant. Period. No, nah, but it's close, it's close, it's close. But oh, anyway, uh, he had a quote, and he was like, um, "There's only one player." It was from Roy Roy Williams, uh, the coach, North Carolina coach. Uh, if If James, my buddy, is to be to be believed, and he goes, um, "There's only one player I've known in my career who can turn it on and off." and he never turned it off. And that was Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah. that's just how he is. So like, yeah. but for me, I mean, maybe you all, maybe you like Jordans, you all go. So you all probably, you probably, I'm gonna go hard. I, I believe in the science. Why I go that hard? Like, let me, let me do the the muscle memory. Let me mentally get prepared. But why I physically get that c- prepared when I know I have to exert that energy, you know, a well, day later. Yeah. That was so- hard.
0: Jordan belongs in the class of competitors like Kevin Garnett, where, yeah. I mean, he, he's psychotic. I mean, he's he's crazy. Psych, and so that's that's why. So you get a guy like LeBron, right, who's crazy competitive and works crazy hard. And,
1: well, and you know, smart, if well, I was
0: picking if I was picking a goat, um, I would probably actually go to LeBron go. I would probably choose LeBron over Jordan. But whoa, no, 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 no. What? Yeah, I don't know. It's close. It's very close. It's
1: very um, close. They're all gods. They're all. It's three. Yeah. It's three gods, right? Jordan, Christ, Bryant, LeBron. It's, it's hard to go wrong. Let's put it this way: Kobe
0: isn't even the best Lakers player. Yes,
1: he is. No, He's a, yes, he is. I would, take, I would
0: take. I would take. I would take Magic over Kobe. Well, magic
1: himself every day of Kobe's the week. The greatest Laker. Like you go on discount. Kobe, hey, I mean,
0: Magic is being polite. Uh, magic was better um come so on, man. And Brian, I, I admit come to being on, biased here magic was is was and is my all-time favorite player but um just like you, uh bryant is yours but um
1: would you yeah. vote for him for president like if, if uh yeah if you're wrong because he, oh, he no. has a chance oh, Businessman, no. billionaire no oh hell no no oh okay
0: no i i love magic as a player but i would not not vote a for politician him.
1: okay no. He's doing Uh, he, he got some deals, like I was reading about, um, it's like while I was up in New York these past 10 days, he's actually like expanded, helping expand JFK. It's like freaking crazy the amount of like, government contracts he's able to pull. And it's just like, yeah. imagine, imagine he's leading the entire USA. He, he led himself to him, Billy. I don't know, yeah. I probably will vote for him. Probably
0: yeah, for him. it depends on who he's running against. I can think of at no. least one person that I would vote for Magic over, so.
1: Who, oh, yourself? Yeah, no. <laughs> I oh, would, no, I would have to
0: vote for me if I was running for president.
1: Yeah, I will vote, vote for a lot of people. I'll vote for you way over me. But um, speaking of voting, so you will vote state. like in the Wizards white and blue uniforms, who is your vote for the best player to ever don that? Like the best uh, player who had a career. I, I would go with
0: arenas. Um, I, you know, the, the other argument to me would be wall. Um, okay, and so both of them had very similar kind actually both of them very similar kinds of careers in that they, um, they had similar peaks in terms of overall quality um, arenas did get to second team all NBA though. Um, so uh, one accomplishment that uh, that wall didn't get. Um and, yep. um, I, so I would, pro, I would go arenas, but I could see if somebody else wanted to pick a wall, I'd, I'd be fine with that.
1: Yeah. But I, f- I felt like John didn't have a lot of gears in that uniform. You know what I mean? Cause we, we changed. Same with arenas. I mean, the, both of them got wrecked by injury. So no, no, no arenas had, uh, I'm talking in specifically the, the, the noun throwback of uh, which used to be. Yeah. That yeah. uniform, the, what the wizards do. I don't know what the call it. Like, particular uniform, but, you know, he's holding the ball like that. Yeah, the
0: Curly W yeah. one or whatever.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Curly W. That's what they're calling it now. It didn't look like a Curly W back then. It was ugly. Yeah. It was a hideous uniform. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm saying, like, who who was the best player in that uniform, would you say? Because I don't like think Arenas. Wall had that... Yeah, Wall yeah. had too many yeah. years in it. Arenas I mean, it's because- a, you got to
0: remember, Arenas was, like, he, he was ahead of his time. He was sort of played like a bit like James Harden before Harden did I mean he was threes yeah. and layups I mean he, no. he attacked
1: more like more like more like Dame Harden a better passer
0: yeah Harden but, was but I, we
1: want we don't got to argue over that that was just, I don't even know why I said that but yeah it's like people don't give James his credit I do I do the one of one
0: I was talking simply style right in that okay Harden, fair
1: enough
0: Harden especially when he was younger he's gotten a little bit more of a mid-range game as he slowed down um, in, okay. his, in his old age But, you know, at his at his best, I mean, Harden was basically threes and layups and free throws. And that was it. And same thing with Arenas. Arenas is fascinating because I actually I I ran him through an era translator and Uh and looked at his numbers. Like, what would they be today? Because I won't get into it. People, if you want to see what my era translator is like, what what it does, you you just Google it. Uh, There's I've written about it a number of times. I've done stuff. But anyway, can I, can I
1: say one quick thing about his translator to whoever's listening and why you should look into it? Because it's funny. When it, it'll make you mad at Kev, but it also make you funny. <laughs> the error translator it thinks uh Rui like No, who, oh, no, who no. was his biggest you,
0: you, You're talking about the doppelganger machine, different different thing. Oh, different sorry. Thing.
1: My apologies. Yeah, doppelganger. Yeah. Okay.
0: No, we'll so the air translator, translator well. what the air translator does is it lets me take a look at um what it what it does is it it lets me like say okay a player who's today what would that player do if we put him back into like 1963 so for example I did that with um, a bunch of high scoring players a few years ago and um because um, ESPN Mike and Mike they were talking about Wilt Chamberlain anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game
1: and they that, were yeah. saying
0: is this the greatest athletic accomplishment in all of sports right and I thought I'm driving to work and I'm thinking, it's probably not even the best scoring night in NBA history. It's the most points. But you gotta keep keep in mind the final score of that game was like 165 to like you know 150, right? And so Wilt scored a hundred points, but it was out of 165. So I went back and did some translation and found that the actual, at least by my estimation, the, the actual camp- single best scoring night was. Say that slowly, i drumming
1: drum it up. Oh, I know the answer. You, this one I learned about your error translator, but yeah. you have to admit the answer.
0: Hi, this is Kevin, and I wanted to share with you briefly about product I've recently been introduced to called Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a supplement, it's a powder form and you basically add a scoop to a cup of water in the morning and when you do, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and apogens to help you start your day right. The ingredients support gut health, support your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus aging, all of those things. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, you can do all of it with Athletic Greens. It contains less than one gram of sugar per serving, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. Sports supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. I can use some of that right now. It'll also, it's not expensive, it costs you less than $3 a day, and I know that a lot of folks are spending more than that on coffee or energy drinks, and this will be better for you than that. Um, Athletic Greens, in addition to when you make a purchase, for every purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations to help get nutritious food to kids in need. It includes the No, Kidry, no Kid Hungry, which is, operates here in the United States. In 2020, uh, Athletic Greens donated more than 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills, supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit Athletic Greens slash Emerging. That's Athletic Greens slash Emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The yeah, so the, the best beat. scoring night, single best scoring night was Kobe Bryant's 81. Because right, that, right. that translates to 112 points in the game where Wilt scored 100. And so the second best scoring night was, I think it was David Robinson, when he scored like, I forget how many points he scored, but it was the equivalent of 107 points. And so Wilt's um, 100 was obviously, that, that counts as like 100. And then um, I think Michael Jordan had a game where he scored, I think it was 69, and that mm-hmm. was the equivalent because of the pace of the game of scoring a hundred in that, that will game. So, so you tell him,
1: yeah. So, so if you uh, play, but
0: Arenas, if you take arenas and the number of threes that he took back then, and you bring him forward into today's era with the same share of threes, it's like 16 threes per hundred possessions. And like Steph Curry, that that's like more than Steph Curry takes. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah, Gil yeah. for his
0: era was way ahead. He was shooting. Way ahead up. of
1: his time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, way ahead of his time. I'm like, totally. He's in my top five players. People, I'll be naming them and then I'll say, uh, like they I always get chagrin for uh Derek Rose, like Pooh. But I love Pooh. Pooh Pooh is gonna change the game. Yeah. It was a joke running on Twitter back in the day. It was like um someone was, whenever they would get in trouble, you you would blame it on they were about to buy NBC. So it was like if you get in trouble, it's like dang, I was about to buy NBC. And yeah. then so it was like who was about to own nbc he was gonna be on abc every every july june winning in titles but then that injury dude that injury yeah, yeah. but anyway um yeah no so that's that's like really interesting that's like really interesting so we could have had if we had the right coach maybe eddie jordan's princeton system wasn't as advanced as it sounds maybe the Princeton well, so hold on like, hold on
0: let, let me let me pause there because I, I spent a lot of time around that team and studying okay, that team. You about to
1: defend your guy? You about to defend Eddie? Go ahead. Defend but, your no, guy. I'm defend not really going to
0: defend Eddie. But what I'm going to say about Eddie's system is one, the a lot of the principles, a lot of the things that he used, a lot of the actions that he used, are now like basically really common staples in the NBA. Most teams are running stuff like it. Um, okay. You know, not and and so that's number one. Number two, one of the things that Eddie's system was really good for was finding spots for guys who could really play but didn't fit the traditional mold. So, like, he had the two guards, two forwards, and a center was the, the basic kind of position. But he he was fantastic for finding tweeners. You look at some of the guys who had their best seasons playing for Eddie, and, um, you know, a lot of that is because that system – would created opportunities for um, guys to contribute who didn't, like I said, didn't fit that sort of traditional mold. Now, one of the problems was is that sometimes that didn't translate over on the defense and his failing as a coach was his lack of attention to defense that the, the team spent most of their practice time working on the offense because that's what Eddie liked. That's what he was interested in. And if they had spent a commensurate amount of time, Working on the defense, maybe they would have been a little bit better than they were. But um, nice. he got a lot out of the talent that they had. I will. I, I, I mean, okay. I will say.
1: See, that's why Broome is the best at it. Dude takes you back relevant stories, brings you the facts. And I must apologize, Eddie. I thought you were a bum. My well, apology. He
0: he had his bum moments. Like uh, you know, when they when they let him go after that zero and ten start, um, he, he had uh, I think pretty well checked out by then. So. Uh, I think that, you know, he's got, he had his issues. I'm not here to say he was like secretly a really great coach. I'm just saying his system did find places for, uh, some of these, some of these tweeners, some of these guys who couldn't find homes elsewhere, but they could find success playing for him. I mean, for Christ's sake, he okay. got to the second round of the NBA of the, of, of the playoffs with, um, Jared Jeffries as a starting guard. So, uh, yeah.
1: you know. Okay. So cool. that's not Joe's bad. Listening. Uh, we may owe Eddie uh, an apology, and then we may have to write an article, uh, Kevin and I join up, um, was Gilbert Arenas Gilbert Arenas a system player exploring <laughs> Eddie Jordan further? Like, seriously, you got to look back, right? Like, this is a back in the day. This whole episode well, is about back in the day, I guess. So one,
0: so was- I would say no uh, with Arenas. And part of the reason for that is that when he was in Golden State, you know, for his two years, the, the, he was phenomenal
1: yeah well we know that was a system who, who was no, who was the golden state coach like come on, i, I, I can't even he...
0: think of who the coach was. was it mark jackson
1: then i'm not sure no it was nelson was it donnie right donnie? yeah it was nelson was let, let me pull it out i should. i say uh don nelson i believe it was nelson
0: i thought nelson was with the mavericks by then no like doesn't he have a son
1: Hold on. Yeah, Don but his son, said...
0: his son Donnie, yeah. Oh, the yeah. GM. No, you're right.
1: My bad. My bad. You're right. You're right. He he had left the Warriors. You, my apologies.
0: So was it Mark was Jackson?
1: It? No, when Gilbert Arenas was there, it wasn't yeah, Mark's oh, well, who coach? <laughs> this is simply so uh, who... podcast. podcast. Oh, no, that's fine. Ellis. Oh, it's like we're getting the facts. We're getting the facts straight. That's where we go. We just go on tangents and make it make sense. That's how life would yeah. be. Gilbert Arena. So I'm I'm Googling Gilbert Arena. So I'm just going to start from from there. Okay, so he was with the Warriors 01 through 03. And a coach in 2001. Let me pull that
0: up. Yeah, I'm pulling it up too. Oh, Eric Musselman.
1: When, okay. So you have you have it? I clicked on the wrong thing. Yeah, he, I, so I Eric Musselman day,
0: was his coach. Brian his Winter first year... His first year when he couldn't get – his first year when he couldn't get playing time, the coach was Winters, Dave Cowens, and then they fired Cowens. Or maybe they fired Brian Winters. I, I'm not sure which order. But Cowens and Winter were the coaches, and um, he finally he started getting playing time, like, you know, later in that season. And then his second season, he basically started, like, the whole season, and the coach there was Musselman.
1: Okay. Well, so, okay. Yeah, I he, got was, he
0: was good. He was really Musselman. good
1: then. Was he a system? Was he a system coach?
0: No, I mean, I, th- I think you know, Arenas. He played a different role. He played a more traditional kind of point guard role for Golden State than he did when he got to Washington.
1: Okay, yeah, I wasn't familiar. You know, I, back then, I don't think there was a um, uh, NBA TV. The internet was probably just popping up to where you could stream. Like YouTube was picking up. Like I'm, I'm what? This 2001. I'm eight years old. No, seven. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so. Um. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with him until we came to DC, and I love his style of play. Like yeah, the yeah. shooting the threes. Like I, I love the confidence, his style of play. It was my favorite uh, player. Nah, watching when he my was named Christ. When when my when my they Christ. got him,
0: I mean that was a pretty good. That was a great pickup. They almost yeah. um, didn't have the money to do it, but um, it, that was a great signing. I mean, he was uh, uh,
1: uh, folks, easily folks the top Dan three Witty. agent. I remember, folks saw Dan Witty was gonna be like that have that type of impact is he the best creation scientist since hibachi come on man
0: come on, well man. remember gil too was like 22 23 years old i mean he was he was young and um, he was just entering his prime i mean they had to create a new rule it's one thing we should yeah. we should do at some point is we should take a look at the number of rules that came in because shit the wizards bullets did um you talk oh, about wow. the arenas okay. thing and there's there's a bunch of other stuff in there um and it, it could be fun to kick that around
1: um okay that'll yeah. be the next uh that'll be the next podcast you guys we'll, we'll probably have some folks on like to explore this we have to do the research on it but yeah that's pretty cool because you know, i've got be i got three right off the top of my head three like okay, major I know rules I, because i had to take a test on stuff i'm familiar with the uh the gilbert arenas rule yeah um isn't there auto porter rule no
0: Uh, i I think there is um something like that there's also um you know there's there's the rookie salary scale came in basically because of the 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 wizards and Jawan and their experience with Jawan howard cap holds came in because of the wizards and their experience with Jawan howard and the heat so um those are like significant rules that affect player movement um all because of the wizards yeah, and it's all related to the wizards. I mean, like I say, all the right. arenas rule, the yeah, so,
1: okay, we'll say that. We'll say that. okay, nice, nice. All right. Yeah. but yeah, okay. we went really back in the day. <laughs> um, and it's like oh, also um, to the folks out there, uh, how how do I bring this up? Well, I confront, so I was in a normal um my 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 lady, the love of my life, she's from the south, and I'm not from the south. So Southern Americans have particular ways of thinking of stuff, and you learn them, right? Like you're supposed to learn from everyone. And um, I was saying stuff like, you know, I was defending uh, fellas. She was defending like women, and in, in a conversation about like who has it worse as we get older. Like from her perspective, it was. Uh, like fertility you know declines where you know men could still pop it off I think James Brown had a kid at 77 yeah like that's you know like that's so anyway I get that right and then I was like well well men also it was like men you know that's a part of life it was like men men lose who they are like some men go bald right like men go bald you look different from what you used to look like and then um I was in she. like look around and then this all came about because like we were at um one of our buddies like wedding and i've known this guy since we were 17 we we're all all are either 30 or turning 30 this year right so um we were saying remarks like to the the bride side of the family like we knew this guy when he had hair like it's like my buddy looks so different right and, you know, band together, you talk about things that you used to talk about. You just bring it up with a new twist. So somehow, some way or another, this conversation spiraled into, like, who's a better basketball player? Like, the ball guys. Like, do they get a certain type of, like, okay, I'm going to work hard? Because, like you got to pause this before you say it, but, like, the ball dudes seem to have more discipline. They're from the ilk of, like, you know, my, my favorite player went ball, Chris Bryant. They have that supreme discipline where they're they going to go hard in practice and the game. They're going to go as, as hard in practice as they will the game. And so we did – one of my buddies, he's a jokester, he brought up who, who will be the, the best basketball players, like the all-ball team versus the hair team.
0: Yeah. Man, don't ball,
1: dude. Do, don't ball, brother's gonna cook them, the, the hair <laughs> homies, in, like, 50. Like, it's not even close, right? Yeah. And then, obviously, like, we had this recording, and it was like, you know what? I wonder, like, who had, like, the best PPA, like, a ball guy with the Wizards who had the best PPA, versus like, a hair guy with the Wizards who had the best PPA. <laughs> and I bet it was like, you know, maybe Gilbert, like, Hibachi, like, maybe save, you know, the hair homies. Like, but i don't know like
0: Uh, well so i would say like in general so number one when i went through this because you asked me this and i went through and looked at players basically through the team's history and i have to say it's pretty impressive how how mediocre and not mediocre crappy this franchise is they have a lot of bad players that came through
1: yeah we're ass.
0: So as, as as we're looking for like the best players with hair and without hair, right? There aren't that many good players, period. <laughs> so yeah.
1: so oh, that's come number on. one. That's like, not fair. That's not fair. It is fair, actually. It's not like all it's not like top 20 players. There's some good players who come through the nation's capital. There have we, we got West. We got West. We got a son coaching, but that's not a podcast. Yeah. We got so two. okay.
0: So the, the the best bald player. In, in team in team history, at least you know that I could see. Um, I'm not going way back into like the 60s or anything like that. But it's Chris Weber.
1: Well, yeah, you know, I agree. Web. Yeah, yeah.
0: He was bald there for. He he had hair in some years. He had not hair in other years. But um, he he was. I to me, he stands out as the best. It's unbelievable that they traded him for what they did. What's funny is that um, actually my last cut from the all bald team was. The guy they traded him for, Mitch Richmond. Not because Mitch mm. Richmond really was any good. He was barely – he was basically average uh, for one year yeah. in Washington. It's because, you know, there weren't that many good bald guys. So, yeah. Okay, so we well, got Chris right. Weber as a starting forward. Okay. Um, my, my other starting forward, all bald, is Karan Butler. Um, we nice. talked about this off air, so let's go That's ahead It is, you know, he he had you could see that he had some hair, right? But he it was cut so short that it was virtually bald. So we decided uh that that we could count that as bald.
1: Yeah, no, Coral's a bald bro. It's not like like the older you get, like we're not making jokes, we're not making fun of this, the older you get, it's just a reality of what men go through. Like it is. So it's so like he, you know, Karan was a ball brother. He probably had the um the Drew Good the not Drew Good and the um the Drew Good make your list. You gotta think no, on that one out. No. Um, not, remember it's it? gotta be it's gotta be in a Washington uniform. Okay, he always screamed. Drew Gooden play like he always screamed. Um, Boozer Carlos Boozer did a spray yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karan yeah, yeah. probably Karan was Caron was like a little above that level. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, Karan a dog, dude. He's yeah. locking down a Like, a had a great season with the Wizards with hair. I, I think Karan locking him down, so they got that. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, yeah, except uh, the, the the all hair forwards would be like Elvin Hayes and Greg Ballard.
1: Oh, oh Karan or, cooking or, them, he cooking them, old dudes. He or Elvin Hayes cooking.
0: and Bob Dandridge. Uh, so oh, that's he, uh, he, evolution,
1: your error. Karan's yeah, well, probably a way better, you know, your error, evolution.
0: Yeah, no, maybe, um, but so anyway, um, all right, so that's, that, those are your, so, so the guards all bald. Uh, Michael Jordan,
1: of course. Yeah, nice, I mean, he, no one stop, he, he, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Um, I, I almost picked, you Ultimate know, as you know almost picked Scott Skiles over him, but um, I, I figured Scott Skiles only had a receding hairline. Jordan was full bald. And so the other guy um, that I picked as a starting guard was Gus Williams. Now, Gus's best days were in Seattle. Um, but he did have a, you know some above average seasons in Washington, and he had a you know like the the balding the male pattern baldness, and okay uh, so that counts
1: to yeah. Me. I would I would have done something like to try to beat like the hair team. I would have just done like uh, Gortat and Brendan, but Brendan probably would have like tried to fight fight someone. Well, so I would have went the- Mike, Weber, and Scott Scowl
0: yeah, I could see starting Skiles over Williams, for sure. Um, Gortat would be my starting center, definitely, for the for the all-bald. Okay. So then um, my backup guards, bald uh, Scott Skiles and Jerry Stackhouse, right, coming off the bench. Oh,
1: Stack, Stack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, okay. Stack, stack
0: got pretty overrated, I think, throughout his career, but he, he was okay in
1: Washington um his come on, man. be nice dude come on you, you, you almost i'm trying went to be nice, day, but i gotta you say almost went, like, i get calling the collective mediocre the collectible players because yeah going through even if you're trying to play with the all wizards team or you look at the all wizards team list it's like who the hell are these guys no superstars no one on mount rushmore but mike yeah. but like come on calling come on man jerry stackhouse is good dude he was he was okay he was Okay, he was, fair enough. He was pretty good,
0: but you know, he he was not
1: uh, what they say he is. He's not yeah. what they think they yeah
0: yeah he's yeah. not who
1: they think they are. like. Okay, fair enough.
0: All right. So my backup forwards, Antoine Jameson, of course, um, and um, from out of nowhere, one good season, Michael Smith.
1: Michael, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you got. It's some great players. Yeah, Jameson, he leaked out too much for me. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna leak out, not defend. Oh, like I, well, yeah. I don't
0: like that. Jameson didn't yeah. defend he um you know it, jameson was proof that that some getting steals is basically inevitable if you if you're on the basketball court because most I was actually tracking the team's defense, like hand tracking through some of his years. Yeah, and he got he he got steals without doing anything like seriously he would just stand in place the other team would throw him the ball you know every two three games and that would be his
1: like steal um yeah so so do you agree he can not play a lick of defense no he was a good offensive player though yeah. um so um, player, and the great thing with well, him he was count. he
0: didn't need the ball to score right he could score and he didn't need to Hot. touch the ball to, to do it well he, yeah he needed to touch the ball but he didn't need to hold it and so that was that made him a good partner with a guy like a he he can't
1: score uh he can't score off the dribble so, yeah, that's yeah. why I had to leak out. It's smart. Like, when you, yeah. like, you can't, if you can't score off the dribble, you leak out. Like, yeah. but I I think it's coward. It's like, come on, earn your, earn your keep. We need yeah. you to get, we need playoff buckets. You got to practice for playoff buckets. Yeah. LeBron and them, though, wasn't giving up, um like, you know, backdoor, leak out baskets. They were tracking back. You scout for that. But all right, that's yeah. a great, getting back so, to it. That's a great team.
0: Yeah. And then, so I've got a few more. So the backup centers. I've got now they had lots of the, the Wizards bullets have lots of like decent uh, bald centers. So you've got obviously Gortat's your starter, Brendan Haywood was, would make a fine backup. Uh, ben Wallace was bald for a year in Washington and he was pretty good. Of course they traded him. Emika Okafor had a good season um, mm-hmm. and he, he was bald. Uh, Jahidi White even had a good season uh, as a bald dude. So um,
1: yeah. yeah. So that should be our strategy, like go after them. But yeah. I mean, like we, we, we've hit on the hair guys. Cause I, I, you know, Gil, Bill.
0: Yeah. So the hair guys arenas and wall is your, is your backcourt wall. starting backcourt. Yeah. Elvin Hayes. And for me, Greg Ballard would probably be your starting forwards. Unseld is your starting center, right?
1: Unseld, yeah.
0: Then you've got your I mean, backcourt, you. your backup guards are, are Beal and Hughes. And um, I would take a fifth guard. There, and there's Rod Strickland. Um, yeah. Okay. And then your forwards, I picked Bob Dandridge and Mitch Cupjack. Um, okay. And if you wanted to pick somebody else, you know, in place of Cupjack, um, you know, Ariza is arguable. Otto Porter even is arguable at that point. Because, um, like I said, Otto or, earlier, Otto had some, some, a couple of really good seasons um, for the team. And so, and then at the backup center, I, I actually have two of them um, Moses Malone, who, was past his prime, but was still productive and effective in Washington. And the other one would be Walt Bellamy, who, um, that was Chicago and and Baltimore, but it's still part of the franchise history.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a a great list. And like, whoever sticks with us to go through this like random spell, it's like, how does this make sense to the Wizards? Well, we finally have a ball dude who could defend a bit. If he still can defend. I know you're not as big as on Todd Gibson, um this current version of Taj but he's he's a dog yeah you know like everyone will agree and it's like you know maybe that should be Tommy's re- recruiting schedule we have all the fashionistas we need the ball we need the ball dogs. like that's he, what we need yeah
0: I mean here's the thing I mean I don't mind the Taj Gibson signing in the sense that you know he's he is tough he he plays hard um you know he's just not all that productive anymore uh, but um he can he can still
1: play defense. He can still set screens. He can still you know. He'll, rough he'll give up. us more than Vernon Carey. He will for sure oh. give us more. Yeah. Now, and then I and CK, I know they want to big up the uh, the Colombian thing, but you know basketball will never be as popping as like football down there. So it's like yeah. we can give up on Chique. We're not getting that Colombians money.
0: Well, we can let that one go. Also, the thing with Eshenique is he's big, but he's man. He's slow. He can't. He's he, not. He
1: can't move. Uh, Taj, yeah. Taj, cooking. Taj, Taj is gonna cook all like both of our backup centers so bad and training camp that he might like. Honestly, I could very well see West, and I hope this doesn't happen. But going to Taj over like Gatt, yeah, like Taj, Taj is gonna like Taj is gonna play so well like defensively because um, Porzingis can defend. He can defend and like Barton can Barton defend I'm not familiar with his defensive side he's of the game. he's not a
0: particularly strong defender.
1: Okay, so we only have two defenders, but one isn't a dog like like yes, maybe for thing yeah. becomes a dog right like.
0: Now, quote, unquote, is like, not going to be like the, the okay. he's much more of the, the the like surprise block at the rim kind of kind of defender surprise he's block. he's slow he's slow and he's not physical in part because of like, if he starts getting physically starts getting hurt. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: more, not, so. more, I read uh, a Hughes' article and it, it said like not more than 59 games. Like he hasn't played more than 50, 59 or so. So games give or to Yeah, I mean,
0: the last time he played a full schedule, he was 21 years old and he's entering his age 27. I did a, an article for bullets forever where I wrote about his doppelgangers. Um, yeah. That's the, the thing you were talking about where it, it's, it's, it's a system that looks for similar players in league history. Now, he's he being Porzingis is relatively rare, which is fitting mm-hmm. considering they call him the, the, the unicorn. But um, most of his comps are basically like players who are better than him who had bad years. That said, he's still like a bad year. Like his comp, one of his comps that shows up several times is a young Joel Embiid. And Ooh. that was what about before Kevin Embiid. Kevin Garnett up there? No that was before okay. Embiid became, became like a, um, this MB. yeah, the MVP yeah. level Embiid. And, uh, but so, but even so like a bad year from, from Embiid is still like a pretty good season for a basketball player. Right. Yeah. And so Porzingis, you know, his, his best season, which was last season was about the same level as like Embiid's worst seasons. And so, and and he's he's getting older, so he's probably not going to get to like the MVP level that 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 Embiid has. Sure. But still, the yeah. point being, he's still a good player. It's just that he's going to play sixty-two games.
1: Yeah. So it's like, so we, yeah. So we have one one defender who will play sixty-two games. Another like dog who. I mean, as much as you, you know, Todd's, Like, I don't really want him out there like more than like fifteen minutes a game. It's like, oh, uh, and maybe Denny develops into the dog and like just starts locking up. It's yeah, like that's, who, that's what it. we need, man. So I was like, my trip through Wizards history, that's where it led us to. We need some because that ball team that you just listed, I think that they cook the the hair team because not a single soul on here can defend, man. They're gonna lock them. To well,
0: I would disagree with that because you look at the starters. Elvin Hayes was a great defender. Uh, Wes Unsell was a great defender as well. But he's guarding so, Chris Webber, though. He, Larry, he was, Hughes, oh, well, La- Larry, Larry Hughes well, was, was all defense. Um, against Mike? John Wall was, was an all defense uh, level player. Okay, so, wall,
1: wall got the – so you put Wall on Mike?
0: Uh, let's see. Like, uh, that matchup, yeah. So Wall would have to take Jordan in the starting lineup. But remember, that's a 39, 40-year-old Jordan going up against like a 25, 26-year-old John Wall.
1: And, Mike, he know the game. The I, think, hands, well, I, guys, I think I think
0: Wall. Yeah, it would be a fun matchup to watch, but I think Wall would be uh more. Than, okay, more even than if he gets
1: the better on. of it, that's so like one. Chris
0: Weber and Elvin Hayes is pretty much a, a wash. Both of those guys are phenomenal. Ballard yeah, and/or Bob Dandridge against Karam Butler is kind of a wash. Like Cupjack no, and Jameson, kind cooking. of a wash. Moses Backhouse Malone cooking. is going to destroy Brendan Haywood coming off the bench. And that said, you can Will also not st-
1: destroying Ben Wallace
0: well but remember this is ben wallace before he was
1: big oh, ben, ben wallace, wallace right okay.
0: you okay. know so now
1: he always had it in him but you, you do you also have okafor. Talk- yeah you so. got okafor
0: but then I of course know, you've I, got you've got for the hair guys you, you you throw in walt bellamy and you know walt bellamy was a multi-time uh, all nba player so
1: all right well yeah we'll never know that's the that's the fun of it so yeah, dude. Thanks. Thanks for for looking into that for me. Uh, yeah. That was that was interesting. Like interesting to to go through. I'm so all right. Well, water. why don't we uh, wrap it up there,
0: and we will um, be back soon with uh, CBA Arcana <laughs> or something. So um, all right, uh, we'll be back. Right. Well, no, we gotta do the
1: uh, with Gilbert Assistant system player too.
0: Yeah, I think we already covered that, but uh, anyway, all right, um, let's wrap it up there, and we'll be back soon with another episode of the So Wizards
1: podcast.